You are listening to 4, Raw, from 4, Fields of Anfield Road, the world's international LFC podcast. Town have not had a shot yet in this game. They have now from incidents over the top. Salah. Wijnaldum. Still Ginny Wijnaldum. Lovely goal. That's, uh, there's no doubt about that, and um, so you could see the people, I could even hear it, people didn't like the first half too much. I know, and it's hard work, it's not, um, at the end nobody remembers probably the first half, because the second half was, was then really, it was much better, and um, so helped a lot today. Three goals, three points, clean sheet, very, very important. Welcome to 4 Raw. 4 Raw is an official podcast of 4 Fields of Anfield Road. We are at www.foresite, that's F-O-A-R-S-I-T-E.com, a great international of ri- community of Ritz. And um, welcome to this show um, titled Welcome to the State of May. Uh, I'm not alone on this show, of course. Uh, I have several guests with me. Say hi, Hamir. Hi, guys. Good evening. 
and say hi. Ooh, a very alliterative name as well. Say hi, Amir. <laughs> good evening, friends. <laughs> say hi, Adi. Hey, guys. Good to be back. Yeah, yeah. Good to have you back again, man. When was the last time we we had you on the show? Long time, right? Yeah, I think I've managed to miss quite a few thanks to well traffic. So <laughs> it's good to be on. <laughs> okay, very good to have you back, Anna. Finally, and um, my good friend and fellow lesbian Shibas Roy. Excuse me, what was that? <laughs> I mean, seriously, this Which, is going out to the world wide web. World wide web. What is the world? What is a world wide web? It's like such a dated concept. World wide web. Twitter. It's Listen, called Twitter. As it is, I'm tired of you know feigning off requests. I'm married. Please. <laughs> as I said in the in the WhatsApp group earlier, it's a it's, this is an episode of Butch Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. So who's the Butch in this relationship? Oh, for Christ's sake! I'm let's not let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. Okay. Great. Um. Uh, great to have you guys on the show. Thank you for joining me and thank you listeners for joining us and listening to us. Uh, I, I have no idea why you are listening to us and putting yourself through this torture, but we appreciate your, <laughs> your listens anyway. Um, okay, so um, are we approaching blue skies? Have we turned a corner? Have we come out of the darkness into wonderful, glorious light? Or is it meh? Hamir. Mm, it's too early to judge, man. It's just one game, and uh, it was against a promoted side, which you expect to beat. Uh, if he managed to string good results in the next, uh, you know, a couple of weeks, then we'll see. But right now, it's just one game. Uh, if we had lost, uh, that's a different story. That would right? be, yeah. you know. But it's just one game, so meh for me right now. If it's it's meh for you. Hamir, I had you on the on the fan speak, um, yeah. the pre 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 uh, game fan speak um, uh, together with um, with Billy. Billy, and it was a. I think we had a good, very good chat. And we looked at, um, we talked about a couple of things, explored a couple of things there. Um, okay, so you saw the game. Was it meh or was it yay for you? It was kind of meh only. We uh, had. We got a lucky break with the mistake from Tommy Smith, so mm-hmm. yeah, it was kind of May, and then then we stepped it up a notch. So yeah, we can still look for some middle ground between May and a uh, turning turning around point. So there's some middle ground there. Some middle ground, okay. So middle ground is is maybe we could go to the guy who did the the um, uh, commentary for the day. Maybe Adi, you can. Uh, do you have a middle ground, a May yay, or yay May, or whatever that is? <laughs> How did you see this game, Adi? <laughs> I I'm just glad we won to be honest. Because, you know, I was, Relief. I was doing the game. I was doing the game commentary, and you know, I didn't want to sit through 90 minutes of a game of drudgery. So mm-hmm. I'm glad we won, and I got to see three goals. So that was yay. <laughs> okay. However, uh, I think I think it was still 15 minutes of you know drudgery. So still had to put up with that. So mm-hmm. I I don't I don't I don't know. I don't see a middle ground. I'm still quite negative at the moment. I until we put. A few results together, back to back, and I'm not saying Maribor. I mean Maribor is well, the Maribor. They're not a Premier League standard club. So until we have a few like good results back to back in the Premier League, I think I'm I'm going to be negative for the moment. Okay, you put yourself out there saying that. Okay, um, Shibo. Um, I would. Um, yeah, I'm kind of in the middle. Not quite ecstatic that we have won because really? that's not how it should be. 
and okay. not quite may yet i mean it's a win um, yeah. a regulation win that's how it should be uh, yeah. and that's it move on get a mm-hmm. couple of good results uh, for the next two games then i'll be ecstatic okay so for what i'm hearing for all four of you is may and i think actually even for me it's <laughs> it's kind of may and and and, and it's the same, it seems to be the case and i've spoken to a couple of reds i mean even on our website as well in the comment section if you haven't visited um, our website again it's www.foresight.com a great comment section as well um, uh, level-headed guys you know not uh, uh, crazy stuff in there but um, even from there and also in various uh, social media platforms um, it, it seemed very much like a muted response to the three points so I posted a poll you know as I like, as I like to do to get a, to get a feeling on the ground um, yesterday um, uh, four, close to 450 votes Okay, um, and I said, how do you feel? And I had three responses there. It was a great result. Uh, second option was met minimum expectation. And the last option was not very excited. 47% said it was a great result. So, yay. But 38% was meh, as in it met minimum expectation. And 15% not very excited. So, I don't know whether they were watching the game or not, or watching something else. But... It seemed to me that, um, I, I, I don't know, I'm not sure what, why the mayor is coming in. Is it because of the first half or is it because of this stop-start nature, win, lose, draw, 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 win, lose kind of thing, stop-start, not really seeing any progress? Is that the mayor part or what is it exactly, Amir? Yeah, it is got to do with the results. I mean, we, we haven't been consistent since the start of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing we're consistent with is Lovren bashing right now. <laughs> uh, apart from that, I mean, there's still some anger from the summer transform window as well, I think. Uh, because every time, you know, uh, we have a negative results, then, you know, those positive guys come along and say, you know, just wait till Coutinho is back or Lallana mm-hmm. is back or Mani is back. Yeah. But that's why you build this squad, right? You win yeah. this game despite not having your best player. So yeah. there's some, you know, some sort of uh, disappointment in that field as well. Yeah. Because I, as I said, results, it's a results business, man. I mean, we can blame it on bad luck. We can blame it on injuries. But still, we have to get it through. And uh, we haven't been, you know, we haven't been convincing enough in uh, games to, you know, be ecstatic. Mm. Uh, you know, if... If we are playing well, uh, I mean, we are playing well in every game. We are passing it around nicely, but there's no end product in the end. Mm. So that that's something that, you know, we, we are just not confident going into every game that we are going to win. Okay. That's the biggest problem, I think, for me right now. Because even as you know, whenever we do this WhatsApp, you know, you say that what's your prediction. Mm. And everyone is like on the fence or, you know, I'll go with a 1-0 win. No one is convincing enough to say that, you know, convinced enough to say that, we are going to win. We are going to thrash sides and this and that. Now uh, we have come to a stage where we'll take a you know a one nil win. Mm-hmm. Not against Mar- not, not against Maribor though. <laughs> Maybe it's a seven nil. I'm, I'm, I'm still you know a bit skeptical right now about that Maribor game. Oh, really? Have, despite getting those, that seven nil win, I mean they'll be better prepared. I think now. Okay. Oh, well. mm. Not sure about that. Okay, you, okay. Obviously, you hit the big word there, which is the C word, consistency. Um, and Klopp has reflected on this, and he said that you know that now um, we have to find the co- consistency. 
And he, he has faith in his players' ability to perform at the highest levels, but admits finding consistency is the next step in the development of this team. Um, he goes on to say that sometimes we played wonderful football, but we need to be um, lucky. Um, we haven't had too much luck so far. That's the truth. But you cannot ask for luck. You have to work until the luck happens. Today it clicked. Um, and he goes on to say, uh, the pro- this is an interesting bit that he said, okay? The problem is that here, the moment things don't work out, we get compared with the past, okay? Um, so, and then he goes on to say, what you said before the season is immediately the truth. We need to fix the defense, etc. Yeah, but it's the middle of the season. We can only fix it in the training pitch. Okay, so there's a little bit of a head scratches here for me, especially this bit about... Um, it's the middle of the season. We can only fix it on the on the training page, and then here on before that about um, we have to find the consistency. Hamir, do you how how do you reconcile this this thing about trying to fix it in the middle of the season versus hey you should have done a big fix in the transfer window, and now you're just but, reaping reaping the effects of that lack of activity in that in the I was hoping areas. you don't say rewards <laughs> I was <laughs> expecting you to say rewards <laughs> yes yes so actually somebody is right 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 now the only option he has is on the training field uh, but yeah, it's his fault uh, as a, uh, he won't accept it publicly but he knows it's uh, his, his stubbornness that's put us in this position and the lack of alternatives mm-hmm. a friend of mine uh, long time like I think as soon as the deadline they ended, mm-hmm. uh, he's uh, put out a very good tweet. He said, alternatives is a word that nobody at LFC knows anything about. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, but right now we can't do anything about it and we have to wait till January. So, he, yeah, we have to hope for uh, improvement on the training pitch and cons- consistency. The, he's right about that, but it's up to him. But the thing I think I agree with him on is whenever something goes bad, we're compared with the past. And he's... Yes. And it's quite right because yes. uh, defense it always get compared to Benitez like he's not improved from Rogers Benitez would have done better Julier this Shankly that Daglish Paisley that so Klopp is I think irritated with that he wants to build his own legacy and he's tired of all the comparisons and wants uh, okay. wants respite from all that but which he won't get obviously with the magnitude of the club but mm. yeah he's quite right about the past and the thing i don't i'm not so sure whether it's 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 due of of course yes agree the magnitude of the club and the expectations of the fans of the club because of its magnitude but i think it's more than that isn't it adi we we all of you guys me a lot of fans i'm assuming have been here far longer than jürgen klopp so therefore we have actually seen a lot of shit. <laughs> so there's a lot of this defensive, def- the issues related to defense, for example, as one isolated thing to look at, has been there for the longest time. And then Klopp says, the problem is here that the moment things don't work out, we get compared with the past. Well, of course he can compare with the past because we saw it all. So is this a fair statement to make by Klopp? 
And is it fair um, to do the comparison, Nadi? Um, I mean, I I don't think it's completely fair, right? Because it's 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 a benchmark. What do you benchmark against? I mean, the only thing you benchmark against is the past. I mean, there have been times where we've been absolutely brilliant mm. with our defense. There have been times we've been absolutely rubbish. We've seen it all, right? Yeah. So, and and I don't think I I don't think it's fair of him to say that we're being compared to the past. I mean, fans are going to compare to. what we've seen in the past and what we what we've seen as benchmarks i mean it's like looking back and saying hey we've won titles in the past it's not fair to compare and say that hey we're going to win titles now no absolutely not mm-hmm. i want to look back and say hey we've won titles in the past there's no reason why we shouldn't look forward to winning a title in the future so yeah. i don't think i don't think um, he's absolutely you know justified in saying so i think i, I mean I've, i've always loved club since the moment he's come but yeah. i think his press conferences I've stopped watching them recently because they've become a bit more defensive and a bit more paranoid over the past couple of weeks. Okay. I think he's really starting to feel the pressure. Um I I really hope he turns it around but you know like I'm getting a weird stink about his press conferences which I'm not enjoying too much. Okay, okay. Hmm, strong words there. Um Shibo, um I'm just reading this comment here by Keith on this on this article where it says Klopp now we have to find consistency and Keith actually wrote a very good comment here he said consistency starts with the manager rewarding players for the form they are in and not protecting others when they have a dip in form it sends the wrong message to the squad if certain players are untouchable yet still play even when they are not performing klop needs to rotate players and keep everyone hungry on their toes with the understanding that if they don't deliver they will start on the bench how lovren was in the starting lineup until he got injured is mind blowing and it is a sad indictment of klopp's management if despite the howlers he still prefers lovren to clavin and that's only half of the comment but i'm just going to stop there now i'm just going to link it up to uh, again another question that i had asked earlier um post spurs um and post the howlers of Lovren and 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 Mignolet and i asked if if Lovren if Klopp didn't bench Lovren would he be demonstrating some inconsistency in his leadership with regards to how he would handle that versus how he handled Moreno when he took Moreno out of the firing line so we talked about this okay you know in the in the fan speak with Hamer was there so is this part of his consistency and what and then how do you reconcile consistency with giving these players a chance to redeem well i read an article after um, the spurs debacle that um, even though lovren has been uh, so pathetic mm. so disgraceful and it was a complete disaster mm-hmm. but uh, club should not drop him for the next game and the whole idea was that um, you will still need lovren for the rest of the season mm-hmm. because our squad isn't st- strong enough and we don't really have um, you know defensive reinforcements at the moment yeah. so uh, you don't uh, shatter his confidence because he had one um, you know admittedly mm-hmm. a disastrous game but at the same time Uh, I mean, uh, you can count on him not to have such, uh, you know, bad performance twice consecutively. Okay. So it's okay to pick him for the next game, which is Huddersfield, and we have seen that. But yeah. well, it didn't quite work out. Yeah. Uh, but but you know, uh, I don't understand this. I 
as as much as I, I buy what the article is trying to say, but Lovren's inconsistencies have been, you know, far too often now, and it's a bit, it's getting difficult to ignore them. Mm. Uh, and and the trouble is, and it, it frustrates me as it is frustrating to uh, you know multitude of fans that we don't have backup. We just don't have that uh, luxury of uh, picking someone out of the squad who can uh, fill in the void. Clavan okay. um, is there, okay. but Clavan is not uh, someone who is going to give you five straight games. It's it won't happen. Okay. Uh, he will have one good game. He may not have a you know bad game the next time on, but uh, you can't you can't be certain of that. Um, so it's it again comes down to the summer business that was done. Or wasn't yeah 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 or or the lack of the business. Why didn't mm-hmm. we go for another centre back? I mean, uh, do we believe that we can get Van Dyke in January and we didn't want to spend the extra money? To be, I to don't be know. fair, we needed two. We needed two centre-backs, actually. At least one. It just makes sense to get at least one. And uh, I, I, Lovren is a strange case for me. Back in 2014, when I was watching him play in the World Cup against uh, Brazil, uh, Brazil scored a goal and it was Lovren's mistake. And I said then that this is a crunch match, World Cup, the highest possible platform a footballer can have. Mm-hmm. He couldn't perform. He didn't perform. And I, I said, I wrote then that I don't want him in Liverpool because you may say that it's one mistake. Well, it's one mistake at the highest stage. Mm. You need better players at Liverpool. And look, and uh, he has proven us that, that you need mm. better players at Liverpool. And Lovren is not one to, um, you know, mm. get us somewhere. I don't think that it's working. Okay, it's just not. I think, okay, Lovren and Matip, um, when they when they're both fit and they've played together, generally speaking, they've they've um, they've performed quite well. Yeah. So, um, I think also probably Klopp was trying to get them to play together, try to get yeah, yeah pairing going. Yeah, try to get because there's been so much stop start. Because even our good friend Joel Matip, um, you know, he seems to be made of you know a quarter of him needs to be, seems to be made of glass. You know, he's been in and out with certain muscle injuries and things like that. Um, and then Lovren is, again, not the poster boy for full uh, fitness. So then you've got these two guys cycling in and out, and then you've got Clavin coming in, and then someone is trying to shunt Gomez in there, and, and so on and so forth. And sometimes even Emery Chan last season, right? Gosh. Yeah. Um, so I can see why Lo- um, a club would want to try as much as possible, if they're available a fit and fit, to put Lovren and Matip to get, play them together. Now, the problem is, I think Lovren is, is just has so many things going on in his life right now outside of football. You know, he's got this, some personal issues that's going on. You know, there's something to do with marriage or something like that, I, I read. And, I, I don't and, care. And, no, don't he's, care. no, he's got that part. And then on top of that, he's got physical issues as well. I mean, he's on painkillers and he said that he needs to take painkillers just in order to train, not just to play, but to train. Now, and I said this at the fan speak, and this is something that Jason mentioned in forecast mm-hmm. last week, is that um, Lovren's game is very much a physical game. He's a physical defender. He's not some guy that has a turn of pace or... He's yeah. going to suddenly gallop very quickly and catch up with the, with the, with the, with the forward of the op- uh, opposing team. He's very much a guy that muscles in and, 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 and gets the ball. 
you know, wins the ball. But when you take that part of the game, when take that part of his game out of the equation, because he has pain in his body, he's needing to manage pain, then plus all his other stuff, personal stuff, and then howlers and then fans calling for his head to be chopped, maybe it's time to give him a sit down. Even without all those reasons, it's reasons definitely time to give him a sit down. I mean, I, I love Klopp. I really do. But this pairing has not worked. Uh, forget the pairing. Look at, you know, Lovren as one entity. And how many chances have you given him? Mm-hmm. You, you, may, you may as well say that, we're, well, we have given Simon a lot of chances and he has come good. No, he hasn't come good. He has... He has been acceptable, but not at the level of good. Mm-hmm. And Lovren has been given, you know, time after time, chance after chance. Mm-hmm. It hasn't quite happened. All he can be is a backup. And God forbid that he is playing as a backup. One day he gets his chance and he has like, you know, two avatars, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. <laughs> God forbid if Dr. Hyde uh, you know, shows up or... Um, Hyde shows up. What happens? I would rather have the Hulk Lovren that we are talking about, destroying things. Maybe play ten, fifteen games a season as a backup, but he cannot be our first choice. Can never be our first choice. Okay, perhaps this is slightly a moot point now because he didn't play in the weekend, right? He didn't play in the weekend. However, he was named into the starting lineup before yes. apparently pulling. Uh, muscle or something in the in the tri- in the warm up uh, pregame warm up, um, mm. and then in the in the dressing room, uh, when when Klopp asked him if he could go, he said no. Yeah, he 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 couldn't continue. So then uh, rejoice. I, I joked that you know it was the collective <laughs> will of a, a billion fans yeah. all over yeah. the world that caused him. I cursed him. him. I to, cursed him. Yeah. <laughs> So he didn't play the game. Okay, let's 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 give Lovren a break this week then, because he took a lot of flack um, last week. Um, but but Minulay Minulay played Minulay play, played. Do you think it was good to start him then? Do you think Klopp should have started with Minulay? Or given is, it, is it to me? Uh, uh, let's go to Amir. <laughs> I mean, I would have loved to see uh, Carriers, you know, given a go because I think Ward was injured. But I think yeah, that's in true. trying that's to tr- true, yeah. trust these two guys, he's actually, uh, you know, he's sacrificing himself as well. And he, uh, you know, he's, Klopp will lose the trust of millions of fans in trying to trust these two guys in the end, I think. I mean, how, sh- how... And how can Lauren start? I mean, seriously, I was just listening to your conversation and my blood was boiling because <laughs> I think people still can't see how bad this guy is. I mean, seriously, right. for, for three years, he's been a starting centre-back. Just look at our league positions. And, and even when we, uh, you know, reached the Europa League final, people just remember him for that goal that he scored against Dortmund. But yeah. we considered four goals in that game, five goals in, uh, four or five goals in that tie. We considered three in the final uh, we have considered so many goals in so many games. We got, you know, even thrashed against City, and uh, even last season uh, we were poor against lower side. It was all down to this guy and Mignole. Mm. But still, somehow people want to just back them. I mean, it, I'm sorry, but this might just turn out to be uh, just like Lucas' situation. Lovely guy, lovely fellow. Mm. But we want to, uh, we want the performances on the field, man. However nice they uh, they might be on off the field. 
they, these two guys are just shit i mean seriously i'm just <laughs> to be to be fair to lucas to be fair to lucas lucas uh over the years finally turned out to be a much better player than lovren mm. will ever be in no, terms no, of no, yeah. performance i'm not comparing them but i'm just saying you know lucas was uh, you know brought in as a backup mm. and then he somehow went uh, he won the player of the year award uh, once yeah. and that's fine that was on merit but then we di- just didn't you know th- you need to then go out and buy a proper defensive midfield player you know quality one a much more quality player mm-hmm. but we just kept playing lucas and look what happened in the last 6 7 years Mm. That's what I'm saying about Lovren. You just keep backing these guys, mm-hmm. and we'll just keep on considering these sort of idiotic goals, and we'll get these sort of results until you back these guys. I mean, I mean, just forego the thought that he's going to. That's uh, the thing. You know, That's the thing. You back yeah, a young player to come good, but that you know time to back someone is long gone. It's it's long and, gone. And you Now the, either you, you perform or you perish. Yeah, you saw the reaction that uh, he got when uh, the news broke in that he's injured or something. My that God, was just happy. Yeah. Uh, that was a lot of people are celebrating. I tell you, exactly. That sort of reaction now he's getting. So I think people have lost faith in Lovren. Uh, Klopp needs to do that as well and just leave him. Otherwise, he, this might be his downfall if he keeps trusting this guy. Okay. Uh, again, moving on from Lovren, uh, Mignolet, uh, and I quote. Don't you don't have to give your your views on this, but I'm just going to quote it and just sort of move on to the next point after that. He said, uh, "I don't this Mignolet, okay? I don't need anyone telling me when I have had a good or a bad game. I know that myself. It is just about staying calm, not getting carried away with what is said, because that is part and parcel of playing for Liverpool." Okay, now that I've said that, Amir is probably about to explode. I'm just going to um. move on. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> uh, um, next question I'm going to pose to Adi. Adi, um, in this presser, um, Klopp says that every club manager has problems except, except for Pep Guardiola and, and Manchester City. Mm-hmm. And he says that he, he, you know, he thinks that you know Manchester City could probably wrap up the, the league title in January or December or something like this. Um, How, is this true? How much of these problems that Klopp is referring to, at least with regards to not other clubs, Liverpool, is partly his own doing? You, you know, like this is this goes back to what I was saying previously about you know me having some issues with what he's saying in the press conferences. Mm-hmm. This this sounds like you know another classic deflection from Klopp. I mean, I love the guy, man, but come on, he's being very defensive here, right? Okay, I mean, even if you want to say that you know City are the only ones who don't have any issues, you got to question why. And the answer is, hey, great recruitment over the summer, right? Which well, mm-hmm. uh, Klopp refused to do. Yeah. Um, but um i think having said that uh, it's it's really it's really down to klopp you know um it's, it it he he he's made some bad choices over like at the last few windows through through this season with our lineup with the formations with the players with the systems so i mean i i i get what he's saying i agree with him on a very basic level but i don't agree with him as the reasoning as to this being you know this being something that needs to be looked at as being said hey only city don't have problems so i mm-hmm. I, i don't i don't buy it i agree but i don't buy it okay now my view on this is that um actually it's 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 all interlinked kind of issues um is the system the way he plays but and that's not nothing wrong with it per se um 
you know, I think any Liverpool fan, and that's why they like him, right? That's why when, when he was appointed manager, they said, oh, oh, yeah, we want that. They only wanted the Borussia Dortmund success, but didn't want the, 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 the learning curve before that, right? So that's one thing. Uh, but they also wanted the style, that, that heavy metal football, which he, he's, he's now actually said that he's regretted ever saying that, okay? Um, but they want you get the, that, 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 that you know that all out attacking thing is the Liverpool way and it's consistent with how we like to play and how fans would like to see and appreciate football unfortunately um, for that to work he needs the right personnel so then if he's trying to force fit this approach with a misfit of the kind of players then obviously it's not gonna lead to, it's gonna lead to inconsistency because sometimes they get it Sometimes they don't. Right, Hamir? Would you agree with that? Hello? Yes, uh, can you, uh, I couldn't hear you properly. Can you repeat? No, would you agree that it's his... Okay, so he, he has this approach of way of playing. Okay, even, yeah. even with the, you know, against uh, Manchester United, right? He said, yeah. he said in the presser that you know, maybe it's all right for Manchester United to play this way, but it's not all right for Liverpool to play this way in this highly defensive way. So he obviously completely feels this attacking and offensive approach is the best way, but it needs to be matched with the right group of players. When you don't have the right group of players, that's when it leads to inconsistency and you get, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. So is that the problem now? In terms of attacking play, I think um, uh, we have, I think we probably do have the adequate players for attacking. But yeah, overall system, we don't have the right players and that's why sometimes it doesn't work. And this sometimes is turning into most of the times this season. Mm-hmm. And But it's all down to him. Actually, uh, the the root of all, Liverpool, all of Liverpool's problems this season are going to be recruitment in the summer. Every question that comes up for Liverpool, everything comes down to a single guy that is Virgil van Dijk and overall recruitment in the summer. But I think uh, Klopp's style, I uh, read an article about two weeks ago or something. I think the. Yeah. Ooh, dropped out of that. Okay, um, sorry, there's been a dropper, dropout. Hamir has dropped out. Never mind, let's move on. Okay, did you know that Liverpool's defensive performance in the win over Huddersfield was statistically perfect? <laughs> Interesting, huh? Ha ha ha. Statistically perfect, apparently. Um, Andrew Beasley, as you know, is a statistician based tuned to Red uh, Twitter. Uh, he said, Today was what you might call a perfect clean sheet, clean sheet for Liverpool. Zero goals for Huddersfield, zero shots in the box, zero clear-cut chances, zero shots on target. Huddersfield's Huddersfield's 0.1 XG expected goals was the lowest attacking figure in the 96 Premier League game so far this season. Um... It's, it's good to know at least some statistician is having, you know, like a field day and having a woohoo moment, not like the rest of us. You know, good for him. Yeah, I mean, that, that, is a, that is a sad situation where we have to look at uh, statistics like that to mm. make us feel better. 
yeah something to cling on to exactly exactly yeah it's 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 bad but uh, i mean uh, we are bashing the club lovren and to some extent klopp as well but uh, let's not remember let's not forget that uh, you know a victory over huddersfield we won the is, game uh, yeah? yeah not something that we should completely you know throw away through the out of the window yeah. because uh, they are a promoted team but yes. uh, when we played them they were just one point behind us yes. and so far their performances this season have been quite good let's not forget they did defeat scums and uh, you know butch cassidy and sundance scared that klopp <laughs> and wagner are so um, they haven't done so bad so good on us a good result uh-huh. but we have to you have to win two back to back games uh-huh. for us to go uh, for us for any team to progress up the you know table Yeah. So let's see if we can do that. I think it's more than two, though. <laughs> Cause, yeah. cause and, of, I mean, let's take one step at a time. Um, the yeah. next one we have to win, and yeah. we have been saying this for I don't know how many years. <laughs> okay, let's t- let's talk about this game, Len. Let's talk about this game. Let's n- okay. Um, so a classic game of two halves, right? First half was what was that? I mean. Ah. I was like dozing off. I was thinking, "What in the world?" And then it's all, you know, you know. Klopp says we always get compared to the past. Yeah, there's a reason why people do that because you're playing like shit. Okay, but Huddersfield, Huddersfield though, um, they had they decided to park the bus, um, and um, a lot of our one t- one touch, you know, one twos were all being played right up from midfield, high up midfield. instead of in the danger areas and Huddersfield's danger areas because you know there is basically two banks i could i could literally see in, on the on the pitch two banks of of four okay in the Huddersfield defense so uh, Huddersfield didn't do anything to really really make it a spectacle for us in the first half and there was a lack of energy as well from our from us um so you're yeah, like thinking you know okay they've come up after the spurs lost terrible loss and they've t- and they said all these things okay and you'd expect that out of the gates they're going to come out and rip Huddersfield apart and it didn't in fact it was the total opposite and then it led to booze as we heard in the start of the show it led to booze um which i think was a bit shocking to me actually but okay never mind i'm not going to address that but you can sense there's a frustration people are booing because they're frustrated How can this be happening against Huddersfield? Then in the second half, boom! Everything changed. We were we were so much better. There's so much aggression, so much movement, so much a uh, 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 movement off the ball um and all of that. So what happened actually in the second half, Amir? Finally we got lucky. I think uh, I mean the, yeah, that Salah penalty miss didn't help as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, you know. Okay. Okay. Uh, and, uh, okay. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Should Salah have taken the penalty? No. Uh, absolutely not. I mean, this just shows you know how much of uh, trouble we are in right now. Uh, not trouble, but you know, you have a designated penalty taker in Milner, and if he's playing, if he's on the pitch, mm-hmm. then he should be the one taking it. And if not, I think Firmino has taken the next highest. Uh, so he should be the second one, second designated taker. And uh, anyways, uh, I think it was just that Salah scored for Egypt, 
that's why he gave it to him yeah. or whatever the reason no, but no, I, this, I, I think this just came out wrong i mean why why did we allow salah to take it suddenly i really would like to know that if this was a you know pre designated decision that if there is a penalty salah would take it yeah I he said he changed like it he changed it. He, so, he said after the egypt um the egypt game right where salah did the because that he said mm. after that that you know what to score a penalty in such pressure pressure situation yeah. you know that something and he's actually said that he would be a penalty taker he actually said it but milner yes. milner has a very that good record milner but then the thing yeah, is that milner then actually what happened was that the last penalty he took he missed right yeah yeah the last penalty he, he took he missed and then this egypt thing and then suddenly milner is also on the pitch despite not really being be being in the squad he's been now in the past three games three games right yeah three games and then you see salah with the ball in the penalty I'm like huh but, but that's what baffling no just that's just stupid to, but just to add in here right you know even if it didn't feel like a predetermined thing because there there were a couple of minutes maybe a minute or two you know where there were like a lot of discussions happening and you know there was sala henderson i think a couple and sturridge with the ball all looking back towards the dugout at klopp asking who needs to take the penalty so i don't think it was like 100% clear between them if it was you know decided beforehand it just didn't seem so okay i i am thankful to you adi for saying that i'm very very grateful to you for saying that this was possibly and most probably and i'm wanting to believe this an ad hoc decision you know why i say that everyone's wanting to believe that this was an ad hoc yeah, decision you know why i you know why it, we have to believe that it's an ad hoc decision because if it wasn't an ad hoc decision if it was something that was predetermined now i then have to go back and think why was it so easy for klopp to make such a change in decision over who takes the penalty kick versus who to play <laughs> i see what you're doing there you know it's if he if he finds it easy to, in such instances where it's ugh, you know duh you know versus where it actually matters then so thank you i hope and i choose to believe that it was quite ad hoc people are thinking hey ah oh, hey salah did quite well he's on a hot form let him take it okay wrong decision. even then it doesn't make any sense <laughs> you if you have milner you have henderson you have farmino sturridge sturridge all these people and who pops up salah salah is a fantastic player and i don't buy the criticism that he takes so many chances to score he doesn't hit the target often but it's a fact that he doesn't hit the target often and you give him you ask him to take a penalty right before half time wow fantastic <laughs> well that yep yeah, the goalie um uh the what's his name how does feel goalie lossel lossel yeah lossel yeah he said that actually he was a lucky guess he he said that you know salah's left left footed isn't he Yeah, yeah he is he's left footed and he guessed that he would shoot in that way he doesn't look at the keeper um and he guessed Maybe. that he would yeah no that's what that's what Lossel said so he guessed right yeah so that that's was why not even like, a good penalty yeah. it's not a blinder from a goalie it was a, just a bad penalty that's all anyway no yeah. was the one he took for egypt it, so it, it was it, yeah. it might be it might be mind game as well i think Huh? you know klopp uh, you know uh, they thought that uh, lossel thought that milner is going to take it so klopp designated it to salah yeah. to surprise them 
Yeah. Maybe so uh-huh. he might have Lawson would have prepared for Milner when you take penalties you look at uh, the form and where they place it. Yeah. Maybe he went with Salah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Could be a lot of things. I, I just before we yeah. the talk, I think the penalty uh, issue if he's on the pitch it has to start and end with James Milner. He's the only one who should take the penalties in the future now. It has to start and end with it, him. Yeah, I would. If he's on the pitch. No, yeah. But, Okay, but irrespective of who took the penalty, right? I mean, it's just surprising that this wasn't determined beforehand. I mean, come on, this is not yeah. done. I mean, you got to organize these things much better. But again, we wouldn't be talking about this if if it went in. Yeah, we of course. Say, yeah, 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 yeah. Three nil, four nil. We wouldn't be talking about it's it. True, but, yeah. uh, it's true. That's hmm. true. That's true. That's true. Okay, let's move on with for for let's focus on half of the game, the second half, and um. It's like a different game already, a different game of football that happened. Fantastic. I thought was the performance was fantastic, actually, to be honest with you. Despite it the was. fact it was Huddersfield or whatever. Okay, I'm going to put all of that aside. I thought it was very, very good. Okay. Um, and the best part is, the best part is, the three guys who scored, it couldn't have been, it couldn't have been scripted better, the three guys who scored. Daniel Sturridge. Okay. Oh, amazing, fantastic goal. Right. And yeah. I, for me, it's like, wow, classic center forward for finish in a way. In, in a sense, you know, um, anticipating and just finishing it with a plum. Um, and then Firmino, despite his poor form, scoring, okay, and celebrating like how Firmino does. <laughs> and then Ginny Wijnaldum, again, a guy who's been really off colour, you know. So it's great that these three guys, of all of them, uh, 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 put the ball at the, at the back of the net, doesn't it, Hamir? Yeah, you're right. Um, especially Genie Wijnaldum since he was in a drought. Mm. And yeah, I was delighted to see Wijnaldum score personally because yeah. it's, it was a home game. So every home game, I there's a 20%, 30% chance that Wijnaldum will score. But now that he's, uh, I think I have a feeling that now he's broken his drought, he's started scoring again. Maybe mm. if he, I, I'm not saying he'll score away from home. Yeah. Uh, that I've thought impossible, impossible to happen. But yeah, I think he, this will give him confidence and Sturridge also same thing. Firmino, I think out of the out of all three, Firmino, other than like Wijnaldum, I just said, but Firmino just had to score after the run he'd been after Arsenal. He didn't score in the Premier League, so yeah, Firmino yeah, was also right. under some pressure to score because there were doubts there were doubts about him as a, as the number nine for Liverpool and yeah. all the rumor and the murmurings and all. Mm-hmm. Although Klopp doesn't give a shit about that because mm-hmm. Klopp trusts Firmino more than anybody in the whole Liverpool team. But yeah. still, Firmino had to prove himself and it, it was a good header. Just getting stuck in that uh, impressive uh, given Firmino's physique and all. Yeah. But yeah, I was personally, I was delighted with the three scorers and would have been even better if I would have seen Oxley chamberlain score. Yeah, and that, that was nothing. I, I, kind of a personal favourite of mine of the Champions. Yeah, I read something earlier about um, a very controversial title saying that Ox has actually risked his England career by joining Liverpool. Because what? he's just... Yeah, because... No, the, the, the re- I know what it's, rubbish. It's, the, the, no, the argument that the author was trying to get, the writer was trying to give was the fact that um, even though you know, his position was not established in Arsenal. At least he was starting to play games. Now he's come to Liverpool where his position is also question mark. And because, because he hasn't been played. So he hasn't even gotten the game true. time. So that, that's the position that the, art, the writer took to say that by coming to Liverpool, he's actually risked his England career. I still think it's Yeah, but he's, he'll improve as a player. So 
I don't know. It will work out to his benefit as only. So well, he can only yeah, improve as a player if he plays, right? So <laughs> no, training. Oh, he is playing. He is playing. It's not like he's not playing. He is playing as an impact sub. If he does the job there, there's no reason for him mm. not to, uh, you know, feature yeah. in uh, Southgate's plan. I don't think so. Okay. So what happened? What happened in the third, uh, in the second half? Apart from what happened in the in in the halftime, because probably a rocket probably from Klopp yeah. went off, and he must have stripped the dressing room walls, <laughs> uh, as Chris Bascom so colorfully put it. Um, uh, we were a different team in the second half. So what actually happened, um, uh, personnel-wise and tactically? Um, Adi. Um, yeah. So apart from the obvious rocket, um, I think a couple of things uh, which have basically happened. Uh, I think one is uh, that Henderson obviously pushed up a little more um, in the second half. Um, I think also, uh, I, I also think, you know, like uh, there was more urgency to our play. You could clearly make out the urgency in trying to like uh, move the ball forward. We were also playing quite a few balls uh, directly from the defense, you know, over the midfield. I think um, and I think that's how uh, Daniel Sturridge's chance also came about as well. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, I think we did, a, we, we did those things quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, surprisingly, the second goal was a corner. So I think kudos to Milner to, for finally putting a great yeah. corner in. I mean, how how... Well, not often at all have we seen us score from a corner or, for that matter, put in a ball into the box, which is good and can be scored from. So, I think a couple of things we did right there in the second half. Um, I think some of the things we can emulate, hopefully, like in the next games as well. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. um, uh, Amir, what do you think when, what, what do you think Klopp did differently? Uh, I think he just, uh, we had more urgency in that second half. Okay. And then after that first goal, the floodgate opened because Huddersfield needed to attack. So we just took advantage of that. Uh, yeah, corner, uh, as he said, uh, Ali said that corner goal was something unusual. But uh, by that time, we we were starting to you know create more and more chances. Uh, but I really loved Wijnaldum's goal. That was a very good finish yeah, for me. And uh, it was good for his confidence as well because I think he, he deserves to start a bit uh, more further because that's where he has played uh, throughout his career and from the Dutch... Uh, you know, uh, from his Dutch under 23s, 21s, to the national team, from PSV days to Newcastle. Now he's playing a much more restricted role. And I would love to see him in that, you know, a bit further number 8 or number 10 role because he deserves a chance to play there. He, he's been restricted uh, by club, I think. Mm. And he's much more attacking player than, you know, people give credit him for. Uh, he's basically a player that, you know, you, you need to play him behind a striker. Mm-hmm. He has always been that sort of player. And I would just love to see him get games at that number 8 or number 10 spot rather mm-hmm. than just running around the midfield, uh, closing people down and just, you know, uh, winning position and giving the ball to Coutinho. Yeah. I, I would love to see him, uh, you know, take more shots and not just final them. Chan, Henderson, you just see Henderson's game. He he has so much space. Just just have a go. I mean, he scored that belter at Chelsea. So, he has that uh, in his arsenal to score goals mm-hmm. from long ranges. And that's my main criticism of our midfield. We just don't take enough shots when we are open. I mean, it's always Coutinho cutting in from the left and having a go. Why not Henderson? Uh, Chan, uh, Chan has started to, you know, get more and more uh, adventurous when he has the ball and he tries mm-hmm. to shoot. But Wijnaldum and Henderson, they need to shoot more. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll get lucky. Exactly, exactly. Actually, Emery Chan said in a German interview um, at halftime 
that Klopp told them to get more men ahead of the ball during the build-up phase. That's 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 exactly what Klopp has told them to do. Make perfect sense, didn't it? Because um, we've known that the the, throb, the problem um, uh, has been that when teams uh, you know come to Anfield uh, and only uh, content to park the bus and put um, uh, eleven men behind the ball, ten men behind the ball, uh, eleven men actually uh, behind the ball, then then this. Not enough players moving between the lines, creating space for the midfield runners. So, do you think that this simple tweak now, getting more men ahead of the ball during build-up phase, especially in situations where the opposition is parking the bus, could this simple tweak start to signal a change in our fortunes against such teams? Hamir. It could, you know. I, yeah, I was, um, I was wondering the same thing during the game because Henderson uh, vacated his position and went further forward, and yeah, it, it could help because. And I was uh, watching on TV, and Don Hutchison was in commentary. He was, he said a very good thing. He said Liverpool don't need three players sitting back, like with Jordan Henderson sitting back with uh, Matip and Klavan against teams like Huddersfield, because, and especially with the striker like Deporte, who's not gonna. Run uh, with pace, uh, like he's not like a Jamie Vardy. But mm-hmm. yeah, if we get men ahead of the ball, I think it could help. But with Liverpool, everything uh, that could or would, uh, it all depends on the next game. We can only yeah. judge Liverpool with the next game. We said the attack has finally clicked, and then we got smashed by Spurs, and so yeah. it all depends on the next game. And next game, uh, uh, actually, the team is gonna sit deep. Yeah. Maribor will be deeper than ever. I think Maribor. Even the striker will be uh, at the edge of the box with the uh, thrashing the received. So, yeah, let's see against Maribor how it pans out. And, and the thing that was very obvious to me here then is, it's, it's, uh, at least just from this one small example and from examples before these, these games, I mean, two seasons ago, um, that Henderson's pos- best position is further forward, not as a defensive midfielder. He's, he's just not the DM. This That's is not the DM true. that we need. Yeah, but uh, but I think the players we have are better suited to the number eight position than Henderson is. I think, of course, Coutinho. When Mane comes back, Coutinho will drop back into midfield. No changing him. Mm-hmm. Lalana is better than Henderson at that position. Milner, to some extent, I think can, we can say with the performance he put against Huddersfield and Maribor mm-hmm. is better than Henderson in that position. Emre Chan is better than Henderson in that position. Wijnaldum is better than Henderson in the position. And Klopp <laughs> wants to play Henderson. So where? Else can he play Henderson? So yeah. you're, you're missing out one guy though, the actual number, <laughs> the actual incoming number eight. Oh yeah, Nabi Keita, but that's for next season. So <laughs> exactly, um, so that guy is head and shoulders everybody and, else. And <laughs> we're forgetting a rumor. If I hope it January, true, yeah. and it happens, what if we get Leon Goretzka? Oh, Leon Goretzka, okay. Yeah, so then Henderson. Though, that's is, the only place you can right play. Yes, Shibo, sorry. Hamid's right on point. We do not have a defensive midfielder. We just don't. I love, you know, seeing Hendo running and going beyond the defenders with the ball, without the ball. He he can create chances. He can score. That's how he used to play. But mm-hmm. because we have, you know, these plethora of options mm-hmm. who actually are supposedly better than the you know, better than Hendo in doing that. Mm-hmm. He's the only one who has to play the defensive role. Mm-hmm. He's not that kind of a player. And 
it's not working but we don't have someone else who can do it for you so hendo is sacrificed mm-hmm. people criticize him mm-hmm. the overall performance of the you know team takes a dip and uh, we do nothing about it story that's the story okay 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 guys um we are going to take a um very quick um listening break but uh, when we come back uh, we're going to talk about um some of our young players and we're going to look forward to maribor but um in the meantime here is the may song Gosh, that song is so therapeutic. It was so nice recording it. Actually, I found it. I had a new version in my mind for "Call Me Maybe." Like five, five's my number. Call me genie. <laughs> I prefer this version. Me 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 me. Joe, I we didn't, we didn't know you were like a talented bathroom singer, man. Like you know that. Like I swallowed my soap or something. Me 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 me. Okay, alright, maybe call me baby feet gorilla. Thank you very much. Um <laughs> That's funny. Okay, um we've got a, a a great bunch of guys coming through the academy right now. Um Bright Sparks, um talent for the future. I think I also mentioned that we only wish that the future was now, right? Amir Amir <laughs> the future starts now. It never starts now. Um uh, Rian Brewster has um uh, golden is it the award golden boy? Is that what it's called? At the FIFA? No, he got the golden, golden boot. Golden boot. Golden boot. Golden boot, yeah. golden. Who's Top golden scorer. boy? Golden, golden ball. boy is Phil Foden. Phil Foden. Phil Foden. Okay. Uh, golden golden boy is Mbappe that uh, lay Queep Awards. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> fantastic. But um, um, outing by uh, Ryan Brewster. Um, of course, we know Solanke um, at the under 23s um, um, uh, cup also uh, was top scorer in that competition. Um, We got a couple of good other guys as well. Who am I missing? Am I missing? I'm missing a lot of names here. Wilson, Wilson, Harry Wilson. When are we going to ever see Harry Wilson in the starting eleven? Are we ever going to see him in the starting eleven? And we missed one more guy. Who did we miss? We're going to see him on the bench. Starting eleven is a far fetch. There's a fourth guy. Did we miss the fourth guy? Ejaria. 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 Um, no, there's one more guy. Woodburn. Woodburn, 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 <laughs> uh, award, awarded with the with the contract extension, um, yeah. As well, Rian, I think he's going to come back to a new contract extension as well. We've got all these great talents. Of course, Rian is just way too young, you know, to be starting Premier League games, so that's fine. You put him one side. But Solanke, Solanke, you know, I we bought him. I, every time he's come on, he's looked ready. Um, Harry Wilson again, Harry, Harry Wilson. 
when are we ever going to see her i think we have, we have that t- we wore that t- uh, t-shirt against manchester united seeing is believing so when we see them on the field we'll believe <laughs> <laughs> oh man seriously there was, there was, you know we won uh, that premier league uh, youth, youth league uh, 10 years back with uh, christian amet and danny pacheco and mm-hmm. susos and everyone of those guys and yeah. they were as much stop uh, you know stop players for their team as uh, you know harry wilson is ajaria is woodburn is mm-hmm. they didn't get the chances then uh, look how suso turned out to be maybe he wouldn't have uh, worked out at liverpool but they, i mean nemeth was top scorer for our uh, youth setup uh, during those days scored a brace against united under 23s on his debut mm-hmm. so we always we always had those talent ayala paleta uh, all these guys i mean we always used to have those talents in our youth league uh, in our youth side mm-hmm. but we always failed to give the proper guys a chance i mean look at flanagan right now i mean he, he's past his date he, he, <laughs> he won't make it here no, but yeah. some somehow he's still here that's and um, that might, i think canos uh, and canos uh, canos uh, went to brentford and then uh, uh, what was that guy that went to watford uh, sinclair jerome sinclair, sinclair. He went to Watford. He's he's think, not been a he's been a failure. Ibe has been a failure. Not, yeah, and I'm not uh, you know, but I'm not going to blame their decisions. But mm-hmm. uh, Brewster left Chelsea because he thought that opportunity won't be uh, you know there won't be many opportunities. So he came to uh, Liverpool. Solanke Same as well. uh, is the case with Solanke. Mm-hmm. But until you see them given the chances that they deserve, and you we you know we always discuss uh, Wilson uh, Joe on our group. Mm. Edwin is he going to get his chance uh, 28 goals last season already has 8 day season Who? I mean you take you take someone like uh, uh, Willen to Cory Willen mm. a proper you know proper proper central defensive midfield player you can play him at right back as well mm-hmm. these sort of guys you can give chances to so but when they'll get the chance we'll believe but it that- I don't know I mean that's somewhat um, I believe it's a little unfair that's unfair criticism on the you know management team on Klopp maybe because uh, a lot of these guys they come with potential but doesn't mean that they'll all fulfill it uh, if you I was watching the under 17 world cups I went to almost all the games that happened here in Calcutta mm-hmm. I was then reading up reading up about the under 17 history and all that so there are names like this this year it's Brewster there's been other names in the past yeah who lit the you know you know competition up but didn't quite fulfill it uh one of our one of our very own is uh, the Florence Cinema Pongole um mm-hmm. he was thought to be thought with high regard at liverpool itself but he didn't quite he came from le harve dada what uh, lahav yeah pongole yeah pongole and letalak they both yeah, came lehav, for yeah. 10 million pounds yes combined. but they uh, what i'm tr- the point i'm trying to make is that they were highly regarded and that's mm-hmm. probably why we went for them but they didn't quite fit the bill they didn't make it so it's a little unfair to say that every potential that we have every potential you know you know players with potential that we have has to go in the first team right now and has to have the exposure that's just not physically possible no, is abso- it no yeah i agree with you but at least i mean not talking about the 17s they're too young but harry wilson yeah, solanke these two guys why not give these hey okay adi why not give these two guys a shot at maribor Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a good shout out. That's a very good shout out. That should happen maybe. 
Who who Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I think why not? Okay, if you okay, you take you take a regular first team starter from the team right now, take them out. Who would you take out to play Harry Wilson? Lovren. Jeez, come on. <laughs> that guy you love a break. He's taking painkillers I mean, even as we speak. I mean, that's kind of supposing that he's going to be a regular first team starter, but okay. If you say so, sure. <laughs> But who would you who would you take out from the from say current uh, starter in the first, in the senior team and to put Harry Wilson in? Uh I think first of all, like I may not necessarily start him, but I want to give him minutes. So I think I'm I'm envisaging more like a substitute role. Uh, so who would I take out? Right? Uh, I guess if I'm playing Firmino up top, I would take off Firmino and play Harry Wilson. I guess that's kind of like a straight switch, right? Straightish mm. switch. He plays as a second striker. Or, yeah. Also, yeah, maybe Salah, right? You could play him for Salah. Salah. Salah's played a lot, though. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Now is the time to try him, no? Because we are already, yeah. uh, you know, we don't have options on the wing because Coutinho is out, Mane is out. We don't have Lalana. So why, why not just uh, you know, have him on the bench at least? I, I'm shivering. I'm shivering in my boots that, you know. Salah's been played so much. I'm sure he's he's got great fitness and everything. But you know, if he gets injured, right? Well, fucked. Seriously. Uh, yep. I was thinking the same thing this afternoon. <laughs> Next year is our year. <laughs> what? <laughs> Shut up. Um. Yeah. Solanke can play. Um. Wilson can play. It's Maribor, right? At, at at Anfield? Wow. But but if you talk about that, then uh, isn't it a fair point that, uh, you know, Ox should, um, Ox should play, get yeah? the pick yeah. before Wilson, Absolutely. before the other guys? What, what, what about Ward as well? Ward? Yeah. Well, yeah, well, Ward is, is I think, injured. I think that's not good. That's not going to happen. Even if he was not injured. Even was not injured. Arias, yeah. Karius has Karius been has, yeah. uh, picked as the Champions League goalkeeper. So, yeah. until uh, unless he, he deserves makes... a chance, I mean, he's being kept here to be given yeah. a chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now he isn't given even a chance. But then why just uh, he's looking at uh, his fellow? Uh, you know, he played for Huddersfield and they got promoted. And mm-hmm. Now he's seeing them play week in week out. How must he be feeling right now? Mm-hmm. I mean, he was one of the main guys to bring them up, and now he can't even get minutes for the reserve side. Mm. No, uh, the goalkeeping situation is a little different. Oh yeah, and Danny then Danny Ings. He's on his. He's slowly on his way back. Huh? Yeah. So. Yeah. But hey, the goalkeeping not, yeah. situation is somewhat different. I have to disagree here because you will see that a lot of good goalkeepers have spent uh, time on the bench because mm. uh, they were at good teams and the teams simply had better goalkeepers, which is uh, debatable. For us, mm-hmm. but you look at the names like uh, Shea Given. He's a, he was a fantastic keeper, but uh, he spent uh, time on the bench because he was at a good team. Then um, Begovic till last year was at Chelsea mm-hmm. uh, as a reserve keeper. This season he has moved on, but the goalkeeping situation is a little different because they, that's just only one one position where you can play. Yeah. So I don't think Ward will complain much. Maybe this season he won't. Next season he will demand a chance. Yeah. If he doesn't get it, then then he will think of something or uh, 
you know, it's all conjecture at the moment. But for this season, I don't think uh, we can really question the fact that Ward hasn't got a game yet. But but Shibs, just want to say that, right? So, I mean, I understand it's not, it's you know, you're saying, well, he's a reserve keeper. But I think what's unfair is the fact that he's a third choice keeper. If he was a second choice keeper, I think it's still fair because he's young and he's getting experience from our first choice. But he's good and yet he's the third choice, which is why I think it's Very a little good. unfair on okay. him. Very good. I um, I understand what you're saying, but tell me, have you seen Ward play a Premier League game yet, and that you can pass the verdict that he's good and ready to start at the moment? Have you seen him play? Give, give him the chance matches? first. That's how, a very how good. How yes. Gonna yes. Do okay. Point. Good. How is going to get Very good. Very I, good. I, I, I agree. I, I, okay. Uh, I think finish, it's. I, finish, I, I just. I was just think, saying it's unfair that he's being kept here. You know. I think he should be sent out on loan. I'm not saying he should start for us because. That's a little way off. He's he's really good, but you're right. He's not ready to start. But I'm saying it's unfair to keep him as the third choice. If um, if there's an option to send him out on loan in Jan, we should absolutely do that. Shall I tell you something? I think Ward is absolutely ready. Yeah. I think he's yeah, more ready well, than he has already proven it. Uh, uh, that's exactly. Where is he going to go? I think he's Joe. That's your desperation speaking. No, no, no. I think, think he's that our th- first two choices. Are just not no, good no, enough. No, 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 no. Yes. Uh, okay, okay. We'll be frank. They are not good enough. So why? Somebody has to say. Hold on. You are still backing Minole, Dada. I mean, come on. <laughs> no. I'm not backing Minole, dude. I'm not. <laughs> you are not. That. You you said that uh, we think that our first two choices are not good enough. Fine, they are not good enough. Give this guy a chance, then. Dude, I want to put it on record that I'm not backing Minole. Minole at best is a backup, not a oh first God. choice. Simple as that. You've got an albatross, Minole albatross on your neck right now. Uh, uh, you can't shake it off. You can't shake it off. Okay, <laughs> the thing here is the thing here is that I thought that um, we would keep Ward as a second as a second choice keeper and actually loan Karius out. Because mm. the issue he, the last season was that, you know, he's coming into this new league. The expectations were there. Play, playing in the Premier League was totally different. He's also intimated of the pressure that's there. So I thought, mm. okay, he should go out and, and go to a championship team or maybe even another Premier League team and get that, that you know, soak up that pressure, but outside, you know. And whereas Ward has gone into a championship championship team involved in the, prom, in, the in, in, in like, cup pro... I mean, the championship, let's be honest, it's tough. It's really, really tough, especially when you're trying to fight for promotion, right? Okay? Mm. And he's he was fully involved in that and fully um, a part and parcel of helping uh, Huddersfield gain promotion. And he's also yeah. done very, very well for Wales, especially him and, 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 Wood, and Woody. Mm. He's more ready. He's more ready for the Premier League. <laughs> I, that, I mean, logically, just thinking logically from this perspective, right? Mm. So then, it's like, okay, now I'm third choice keeper behind a guy who doesn't even have experience in this league or in the country. So, if we played the cups, uh, probably he would play. Yeah. Probably. If we had yep. the if we had that's league what cup, I'm thinking. let's wait for the FA Cups. So. Probably he will play. I, I think so too because. And, uh, you know, you guys are talking about two keepers here. And I'll be hanged for this. But let me say my point. 
your you know get ready your pitchforks and things no problem <laughs> uh, simon we have seen him long enough uh-huh. but you know karias we just haven't seen him long enough yet mm. he hasn't been given a consistent run it's not like he has been given three games to prove himself that hasn't happened okay. he plays one game um, and right now he is doing the champions league so and in champions league has he done that bad this season has he really i mean think of think of it please i mean Spartan, give him a fair Spartan go moscow spartak moscow Ah. That his, his mistake, big mistake yeah. by him. He's a bad judger of free kicks. I think the West Ham game last season, Payet never should have scored that free kick. I still remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Made a big yeah, mistake. Yeah, same mistake. Yeah. Same mistake he did. But I think fair point. Carius uh, needs more games. But I think he won't get. Uh, if we go further in the Champions League, then yeah, he might get FA Cup. It's watch tournament. He has to play the FA Cup. But. Mm, to be I honest, agree. I think Mignolet is better than both, both of them. He made a mistake against Spurs. That's why people are on his back. But uh, I think he's better mm-hmm. than both of them. Better shop, short stopper for sure. And his handling and all has improved despite that Spurs mistake. Even Michael said a very good thing. A long-time rival. He said Mignolet is not a bad keeper. Mm-hmm. He, he's just a bit... Sometimes mentality is not. But he's a top-top keeper. Which I don't agree. He's not a top-top keeper. But he's be- he's the best option we have right now. He would be considered... Thing- he'd be considered a top keeper on any um, second-tier team. That is not the top six teams. Mm-hmm. That's, so, expect- that's why I bought him from first- Sunderland. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but, and, but right and now, out of all options, he's the best option we have. People are not on Simon's back because uh, he made a mistake uh, against Spurs. Of course, that is a contributing factor. But people are on his back... Because of the last four seasons, yeah, let's put yeah, it that way. Yeah, yeah. So, yep, uh, yep, yeah. Bang on. But okay, how we, much did he improve yeah. after Carriers came? How the improvement he, he did, made he last did. season? I think Definitely. there was an improvement, and it, there was quite an improvement. And that's from why December to May. From December yeah. to May, I think he was one of the crucial reasons why we reached the Champions League. Mm. I can, I still have the memories of the saves he made. If mm. not for his saves, mm. we wouldn't have reached the Champions League. Mm-hmm. He's a, his we, performance at the moment is, as I said earlier, is acceptable for a top-level club. Uh, but it's his performance yet is not exceptional. And we yeah, need an true. exceptional keeper. Mm-hmm. Then it all comes down to recruitment, buy another new keeper. It's like what Klopp said, you know, the past keeps coming back. The past keeps coming back. Um, it's it's unavoidable. Okay, we're indirectly talking about thing. yeah, we're we're kind of indirectly talking about Maribor as well in in this in this discussion about who um, we want to see start. Okay, just before that, breaking news from Sky Sports News: Tottenham issue lifetime bans to to two supporters who threw urine at West Ham fans during the Carabao Cup tie. <laughs> what? The? Wow, there was I a mean, video circulating uh, as well. You saw that video. <laughs> <laughs> circulating. Yeah, the, the urine was definitely circulating somewhere. Certainly, certainly great promotion for the recently renamed Karabao Cup, isn't it? The names are just floating everywhere over the internet. <laughs> I mean, I mean, in one of our earlier pods with Joe, I mean, I, we were discussing that this Carabao company, they thought, yeah, it's a League Cup. Let's, you know, go for it. We'll get ourselves a good deal. People will know of us. And then we were calling it fucking Carabao Cup. And look what's happening now. <laughs> People are throwing shit and urine around. Feces, gosh, feces. Oh, oh, my word, my word, my word. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, my God, we have so run out of time. But okay, never mind. Let's continue. Um, okay, let's... let's. Uh, okay, Adi, who would you like to see start in this game against uh, Maribor? No, no, 
Um, no harm, no foul, right? Do you, there's no pressure on us, right? I mean, we're at Anfield. It should be an easy win first and foremost, right, Adi? Yes, I, I think it should be. Okay. Well, I mean, there, there's no such thing as an easy win. It should be a win, is yeah. what I'll say. So, that's the case. Um, and then we know that we also need to get points against West Ham. We'll come to that in a little bit. But who do you want to see start this game? Do you oh, mean a in chance. terms of like changes to the team? Or do you yeah, mean given like a chance, yeah. Changes given a uh, chance, yeah. Uh, I'd really like to see Oxlade-Chamberlain start. Um, yeah. I think Firmino, I, either as Firmino well, or Salah, I think Salah can always be brought on later because I think it should be an easy-ish game and you know Salah needs some rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would also like Solanke to be given a chance at number nine. Mm-hmm. I think he's been great every time I've seen him play. He really holds up the ball well, brings players into attacks. And I think for for a young guy, I think he's really good. I, I don't know if he, he's a great finisher yet. I haven't seen enough of it. I don't think he's gotten enough minutes for us to see it. Mm-hmm. So I really hope Solanke gets a chance as well. So I think these are the two guys I'd really like to see starting. Uh, okay, so Sol- uh, Ox and Solanke for you. Ox yeah, and Solanke that's right. for you. Um, uh, Hamir? So, um, I'll just... Uh, it depends on the fitness as well. Coutinho, if I... I'll just name the lineup. I think Carrius in goal, that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Arnold at right, that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. If Lovren is fit, I'd like to see him play at centre-back. Mm-hmm. If he's not fit, then other than Clavan, it's better if we try Joe Gomez there, mm-hmm. along with Matip. Mm-hmm. Left, everybody wants to see Robertson, but I think Moreno is there on merit right now and he'll stay the same. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the midfield has to stay the same with the previous Maribor game with Chan, Deep, Milner and uh, Wijnaldum as the two shuttling uh, eight number eights. Mm-hmm. That worked very well against them. So, I think that should stay the same. Mm-hmm. If Coutinho isn't fit, then Oxlade on the left, um, Firmino, striker and Salah right. But the one thing I want to see is either Danny Ings or Woodburn or both of them on the bench. So, if we have another easy game, at least one of them gets the chance to play. Because I was hoping to see Woodburn against Huddersfield. He brought on Solanke. But I think one of them should be on the bench so that they get the chance. It's another easy game like the one before. But yeah, Ox, Ox and Joe Gomez may be the only ones I want to see different from the lineup. Okay. Um, let's go to the predictions then. Um, Amir, what's your prediction for the Maribor game? Scoreline-wise. 2-0. Uh, 2 nil. Two nil, okay. Um, Shibo? I think it will be a 3 0 because this time they will, you know, sit be, sit back deep and they won't venture forward at all. Mm. Uh, they have no hopes, none at all. So, yeah, that's it. 3 0. Adi? I think I agree with Shibs. I think I'm going for a 3 0 as well. Okay. Uh, Hamir? 9 0, breaking another record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I, I, I'll go for a safer option, 4 0. 4 0. Okay, okay, I'll go. Right. I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. 4 0. Yeah, I'll go 4 0. 4 0. Yeah, 4 0 sounds about right to me. Okay, then, now, um, yeah, let's talk about um, let's talk about West Ham then. Uh, uh, Slavan Bilic has been given two games. Um, one of those games is, is, is gone. Um, uh, Palace, Palace was it? Yeah, Palace. Yeah, Palace. Yeah, and they beat they beat Palace, right? No, they drew. Two no, they drew. Yeah, they drew, they drew two against two Palace. Two yeah, they drew against Palace. Um, so that's the first game that's down, and the next game, <laughs> bad luck for him. He's playing us, and even more bad luck for him. Um, he doesn't have any defenders. 
Does that sound like a familiar problem to you guys? He doesn't have any defenders. But okay, all joking aside, he could be without three central defenders for his game against us this Saturday. Uh, James Collins has still not recovered. Winston Reed uh, also missed that 2-2 draw against Palace. Uh, Jose Fonte limped off in the second half of that match with a foot injury. Um, so his only centre-back options for this game is Angela Ogbona. Angelo Ogbona, not Angela. Could be Angela, but Angelo Ogbona, who he, who actually conceded the penalty in that game at Selhurst Park, and teenager Declan Rice. Mm. Okay, um, and he actually may be forced um, uh, to to play uh, someone else. Actually, um, one of his midfielders. Number <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, in in central defense again, that sounds very familiar, right? Sounds very familiar, right? <laughs> yeah. So there's no reason, actually. And as I just tweeted, right, the stars are aligned for Liverpool to follow up with their Huddersfield win with victories against Maribor at home and against West Ham. True, right? But Liverpool have never given a shit about the stars. So. <laughs> yeah. But and didn't we say that same thing about Southampton in that League Cup? Semi-finals when uh, the centre-backs were injured and Stephens... Van Dyke Van Dyke was injured. Mm. Yeah, and Stephens came in and he played like Maldini in those leg, uh, two legs. Mm. Yeah. So, until I, I... Again, I'll say that tagline, seeing is believing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you know, Amir is on a good point there. You know, this kid Declan Rice might just come out and be, you know, a superstar on that Paolo day. Maldini, Alessandro Nesta you know, or something, right? Never know. And what will happen, you know, he'll have a good game. Southampton will buy him. <laughs> then later will buy him. <laughs> Gosh. And who are we playing after West Ham? Southampton. <laughs> Southampton. <laughs> oh, man. This shit writes itself, dude. <laughs> I'm just smashing West Ham on FIFA. So. <laughs> mashing West Ham on FIFA. Okay. Nine, I scored nine already. Wow. wow. Are you doing it right now as we are doing the pod? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Hamir, for putting all our attention on, the, on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, Multitasking. <laughs> Uh, recent games, um, West Ham, yeah, they drew against Palace, they lost against Spurs, they won against Brighton, they drew against Burnley. They um, won against Spurs, lost against Brighton. Yeah, they lost 3-0, I think. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, one against Spurs, uh, one against, I'm just looking at the scores, the table the wrong way. Uh, one against Spurs, lost against Brighton, drew against Burnley, uh, and won against um, Swansea. So it's a WDL. W L draw so very mixed bag again sounds very familiar I did I, I see yeah it shouldn't be a problem I don't see any problem we should be beating them so that's what we say every time you know okay <laughs> so, and it's West Ham good team good attack <laughs> absolutely yeah Chicharito, Arnautovic, uh, Carroll, Antonio, good attacking players. Even if they don't have a defence, they can still score. Are you? He's playing well. But you forgot the most important player in the team. Mark Noble. No, Lanzini. The, no, the world-class goalkeeper. 
Oh yeah, oh, okay. and he's 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 had good games against us in the past. So yeah, and I forgot Lanzini. I got Mar- forgot Mark Noble, and then yeah, for, uh, this I know they've sent for Julia yeah, away. So. You would you would wonder why they are struggling, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, that's what, and they had a good window. Like I felt they had. Stop a good being so rude. Zabaleta, <laughs> Zabaleta Anautovic, Chicharito, Hart. Seems like they had a good window. Yeah, Something Chicharito. The centre backs are struggling actually. Oh. Even like now, Juan, before he got injured, he wasn't yeah. playing that well. Now, who that reminds us of? Let me think. Mm. Hello, w- uh, welcome to the Liverpool soap opera. <laughs> 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 okay, guys, I I didn't know. I'm sorry. Uh, this is a bit irrelevant now, but I didn't know. I just found out uh-huh. that Carabao is an energy drink company. Yeah. Why do you think? Yeah. The partners of and, Chelsea. And, Chelsea and, is partners. And, and Spurs have banned these two poor fans for accusing them of throwing urine when actually what they were throwing was Carabao drink, which looks like urine. <laughs> <laughs> well, imagine mercy. the injustice. Have mercy. We're just injustice. On this. Is justice blind? Justice oh. is blind. Justice is blind. Oh yeah, it is actually justice is blind. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> the Marvel show Daredevil. That that is the example of justice is blind. <laughs> justice is blind. Yeah. Okay. Um, funny, funny joke. Uh, I said time to test world class cough bullshit goalkeeper Joe Hart, and this guy replies, he's playing for Maribor. Maribor now and another guy said don't you dare disrespect Maribor like that <laughs> <laughs> the only thing is these things always come back to bite us in the ass like it's uh, history with Liverpool uh, yeah we always keep talking about the past yeah. we'll have to make our ass bite proof yeah yeah <laughs> Um, that, that's on that's on Emre Can, Joel Matip, and the other defenders and Henderson and all. <laughs> okay, uh, just going to end this right now. Just looking at some rumors. The only thing that's the only thing that stuck out really is this Timo Werner one. Um, really? We have a rumor. Yeah, regarding Timo. Warner? What Timo is that? Warner. Yeah. Well, it could be an old rehash thing. <laughs> hey, I think we got to wait for James Pierce before we. What what is the uh, what is the rumor by the way that we've been linked with him? But this is quite old, right? It's that link, so-called link, has been there for uh, for a while. We've yeah, been but I would love to see. Him. Oh yeah, my! There was also that Coutinho rumor to PSG. Doing yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, then uh, they, that yeah. Coutinho has told his agent to forget PSG and focus on Barcelona, something like that. Mm. Yeah, 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 that was there. Yeah, uh, actually, I put that one out there, and they just cashed in. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's worked, by the way. Uh, and yeah. then the other rumor, not not first team, but um, this Mexico guy, um, David Lainez, something. Uh, Diego Lainez. Yeah. Diego Lainez, um, hoping to get him in, link him up with um, Stevie, Stevie Gerard. But I don't know anything about this guy. Uh, but under 17 World Cup, if you got to buy a player, it's got to be full Ford. In. Obviously, Man City uh, won't sell him. City, but City won't let him go. Because yeah. Him. yeah, yeah, but City Phil Foden is the guy to get. Man, I watched I watched Foden and Brewster firsthand. Foden is one for the future. So is Brewster because um, it is said a lot of the times, but he scored so the goals and. He, me and my friends were discussing watching the game at the you know stadium mm-hmm. that he always finds himself in the right place and he, that he, doesn't yeah, happen true. by luck 
just doesn't happen by luck and he finishes them he doesn't i i i barring the so, first yeah, i called him rian ronaldo for that <laughs> rian ronaldo <laughs> and you and you would be right you would be right because uh, foden is a creator brewster is not so much but he's a finisher hmm. every time he was there every time uh, he missed one chance and that was right at the beginning i think against mexico yeah, mm. for it the rest of miss. it yeah. was it was but for the rest of the tournament whenever he got the chance he converted mm. uh, is it sheer luck i don't think so not for a, a span of 6 uh, 7 games he scored a Probably super not. free kick as well yes yes I, i was i i watched that i was so happy here's this liverpool kid playing in my you know hometown and mm-hmm. i'm there to watch and he is setting the tournament light wow that was a great feeling i think one of the under 17 players if he got to buy like this linus thing but usa's tim weir is a great player we could try for him we can we can uh, there are a host of people we can uh, try hudson odoi as well hudson odoi no but chelsea won't let him go chelsea uh, same, chelsea, same might. Like, chelsea might chelsea yeah, really? might Chelsea, Chelsea might. Yeah. They let go Solanke, right? Yeah, they let go a lot of other players. Uh, they other let guys. go Brewster. They let go Brewster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so Lati Bodier Ch- also a good player. Lati Bodier is a good player, yes. But uh, the Hudson Odoi, he has some turn of pace, man. Yeah, he's I mean, a great he player. Killed, he killed Spain in the final. My goodness. So, if we sent Kent on loan, we should have gone for Jadon Sancho. We let him go to Dortmund. He would have been a good player for Liverpool under 18s and all. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, I think uh, only Tim Weir and USA got good players. Sargent is there; is a decent player. Josh Sargent and is a good player. Yeah. Yeah, I saw him in Delhi. I was seeing them. So in Germany's Arp is good, but we've already yeah. got Brewster uh, and all his strikers. So. Yeah, Jan Fiete Arp. He's a good, a strong centre forward. He really is. Yeah, I think Liverpool should buy Komal Thakur. <laughs> okay, um, guys, we have to end the show because I have no idea what the guys, what the hell you guys. Are yeah, first, please let Wilson get a chance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But that's some uh, um, um, nice, exotic-sounding names like Sergeant and 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 whatever. Um, yeah, we should maybe do a show on all these young um, uh, young guys. But um, as for this show, sadly, we have come to the I, end. I have a, I have a proposition, guys. Let's yeah. keep on. talking about under 17 world cup for next 5 minutes <laughs> and joe will be silent let's see how he takes that i he'll end up out there only <laughs> as i'm ending as i'm as i'm ending the pod right now thank you very much <laughs> listeners thank you very much guests for joining me on the show uh talk to you really soon hope we had a good result against maribor and also against west ham at the weekend and uh, up the red men and all the best to us hopefully it's blue skies and uh, all the best to all of us thanks guys take care good night thank you bye she said some days i feel like shit some days i want to quit and just be normal for a bit i don't understand why you have to always be gone i get along but the trips always feel so long and I find myself trying to stay by the phone cuz your voice always helps me and I feel so alone but I feel like an idiot working my day around the call but when I pick up I don't have much to say so I want you to know it's a little fucked up that I'm stuck here waiting at times debating telling you that I've had it with you and your career me and the rest of the family here singing where you go
burgers and ribs Used to have a little party every Halloween with candy by the pile But now, you only stop by every once in a while Shit, I find myself just filling my time With anything to keep the thought of you from my mind I'm doing fine, and I'm planning to keep it that way and you can call me if you find that you have something to say And I'll tell you, I want you to know it's a little fucked up That I'm stuck here waiting At times debating, telling you that I've had it with you and your career Me and the rest of the family here singing Where'd you go? So